Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is to meet with Jesus is the most wonderful thing ever. Jesus said that when we got together in his name, he wanted to be with us, that he, his presence would be there. He'd be there. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you so much that you're here. We thank you so much that you want us to know that you want us to have revelation knowledge. We just want to receive from you today. We thank you that when we leave here, we won't be the same. In these moments that you would just, in these moments, even now that you would change us, show us who you are, show us more of who you are. We love you. We praise you in your name. In your name we pray. Amen. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And today he was talking to me about the first time that I heard his voice. And he wanted me to share that with you. And I just want to say before I start to this day, you know, I came up with my title because it is the most wonderful thing to meet with Jesus, to meet with him every day and just have everything fixed, get your peace, your joy, your contentment, your contentment, your perspective right all the time. Every time you meet with him, everything just gets fixed again because we get out of whack when we walk away. Or, you know, we start thinking in um, thinking in different way than as he does. You know, he said, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And when you come to him and um, you just start thinking his way and hearing his thoughts pass through, there, there's just no better thing. But so, yeah, when we walk away from that, we can get weary and edgy and um, stressed out. And so today, um, I wanted to actually share with you before we start that my most favorite scripture, and it's Romans 10, 11. And it says, the scripture says that no man who believes in him, who adheres to relies and trusts on him, will ever be put to shame or disappointed. And so when you rely on Jesus, you will never be put to shame or disappointed. And so, um, as um, my memory serves me, the first time that I heard Jesus was when I was in a coat closet. (laughs) And the reason I was in a coat closet is because my family was crazy. All this chaos was always going on, and it was my resort. I I would go to that coat closet, and everybody was, like, screaming and yelling, and there were lots of us, and um, I remember this one day that I ran to that closet, which I think was my first time, I'm not sure. But um, my brother threw a cat and it was flying across the room. And so anyway, with all the craziness going on, my mom and dad fighting and everybody just in chaos, I ran to that closet. And in that closet, I was comforted. And I I just want to say, you know, without Jesus, which my family was without Jesus. Our life is a mess, and I just told you a little bit about that. When we walk away from him, things get crazy. We get about ourselves, and um, we we just can't, like he said in John 15, we just can't live without him. And so anyway, the coat closet that I remember, I remember covering my ears and just, you know, having the comfort from God just come on me. And um, I don't even know if I really knew what was going on, but 
my sister took us to church and my mom and dad dropped us off at church both ways it went and I remember um, standing in church and they always sang the most beautiful song it's called in the garden when he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and I love that song and we were singing that song and then the pastor started teaching about Jesus he started telling me that and I know I'm saying he, he's telling me but it was my first time hearing so it was like he was telling me it was just me and him I could hear him and he was telling me that um, what Jesus all went through he was spit at he was mocked he was nailed to that cross he took those stripes and all the things that happened to him for the first time I heard that and I just remember crying and crying and crying and saying to God how could you do that to your son I don't understand why would you do that and it, it's such a vivid memory of me just standing there and and having this disappointment and um, not understanding anything that was just said not understanding how God could be so loving and compassionate and then let that happen and so years later I understood and even in just talking to God yesterday about it he put it in such an awesome way he said because my people because you us as individuals he's talking to because you hurt so much and when I hurt when you hurt I hurt and so I wanted to come and take that hurt for you isn't that amazing on the site again he said because you hurt so bad that it hurt me and so I wanted to come and take that pain away from you that's why Jesus came that's what he said that's why Jesus came and he made life new again by taking on our pain our sickness our disease our sorrow and our pain isn't that amazing that's what he did and you know that song in the garden um, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still in the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the Son of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and you know singing that song just brings me so much comfort and it brings a revelation knowledge of it did way back then of knowing that we can hear God and so I met that day I just want to say that day I met that man in the closet that man that was comforting me Jesus I met him in that closet and now I knew that was him and I walked with him I talked with him and I still went to that closet when I needed to and you know um, my parents and my family as I said they were without Jesus my mom and dad dropped us off at church and um, sometimes I think we walk but they didn't go to church and so they didn't know what we were learning they didn't have that relationship and you know when you don't have um, Jesus the enemy is just constantly causing chaos and we just can't do it without God and so anyway I remember um, in a different house we lived at I was playing hopscotch on the front 
sidewalk and I fell. And my dad said, God did that to you. He's punishing you. And instantly I heard God say, no, I didn't do that. I love you. And I knew my dad didn't know. He didn't know Jesus. He didn't know because he didn't go to church. And, you know, as I got older, I realized he was brought up very religiously, but knowing about God, but not knowing God. And later in life, he did start to get to know God, which is very awesome. And he did go to heaven. But the, the whole time that my parents lived here, almost their whole lives, they didn't know Jesus. They knew of Jesus, but they didn't have that relationship with him like I had. And um, it, it's a funny thing how sometimes God uses the kids to um, show the parents who God is. And I got to do that in my mom's life and maybe even a little bit in my dad's life. But so anyway, you know, we all have our story. And um, I just wanted to tell you mine in case you never met with Jesus to know that you can meet with him and that when you meet with him, everything is new again when you meet with him every day and just let him counsel you and be with you and take care of you and sort things out for you and teach you the truth then um, he can he'll be there for you so i wanted to share all that with you so that you could have hope so that you could know that you can meet with jesus every day and um, i don't i don't go a day an hour or even minutes without talking to him because without meeting with him, without talking with him, without discussing things with him, because as soon as I do, I get off track. And you can have that constant communication with him all the time just by thinking about him. And when you think about him, you got his attention and you can hear him. You can ask him questions and he'll answer you. And even when things happen, he'll um, kind of butt in like he did with my dad and say, no, that wasn't me. I love you. And, you know, even though I, I love Jesus, even though you love Jesus, maybe you've gotten off track like I did. And I want you to know the reason we get off track and walk away is because we don't have the right teaching. We don't have the revelation knowledge that we need to push through and get on that narrow path. And that's what God wants you to know today. He wants you to know that if you have walked away from him and you're coming back, or even if today that it's going to be the first day that you ask him to be your God, you have to have revelation knowledge. You have to meet with him every day, and he shows you the truth. I was just talking to one of my friends yesterday, and she was telling me, that um, when her husband passed away, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't mind me telling you, but um, when right like three months before, God told her that he was going to go. And when it happened, um, someone sent the pastor to her. And he kept saying, she said, all I can remember is he kept saying, she doesn't need me. She doesn't need me. She doesn't need me because she had Jesus. She had that personal relationship with Jesus. So she didn't need the pastor to come and comfort her because Jesus already did. She already knew. She was already prepared. And isn't that a cool story? It is. 
And it reminds me of before my mom left and God told me that she was leaving to prepare me. You know, Jesus said that he would, the Holy Spirit would come and tell us things to come. He'd be our counselor, our standby, anything that we need. And so if you never had the opportunity to meet with Jesus um, and you would like to have that opportunity, I, I would really, really love to pray with you today. And it's just a simple prayer. It's nothing fancy. He's a person. God is a person and he has emotions and he's in love with you, and he, he's just waiting for you to ask him to come and live on the inside of you. And if you didn't know, that's what being born again is. Nicodemus was asking Jesus what it was, and he said it's being born of the Spirit, God's Spirit coming to live on the inside of you. Jesus told the disciples when he left that he wasn't going to leave them as orphans, but the Holy Spirit would come and take his place. The Holy Spirit would come and live on the inside of them, and then he would be there with them all the time. And if you believe, he's going to come and live on the inside of you and be with you all the time. And he's asking. He, he is. Revelation 3.20 said, says that he's knocking at the door of your heart, and if you want to come in agreement with him and invite him in, then he's going to come in and he's going to teach you his way. You can meet with him all the time and have that most wonderful experience every single day, every moment. You can. When you think about him, you can feel him. You know, so many people say, how do you trust or get to know a God that you can't see, but you can see him. When you're in agreement with him, when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, that's what you're saying. I'm in agreement with you, and I'm going to live my life your way. And when you live his life, your life his way, he manifests himself to you. And he starts teaching you how to live in his kingdom right here, right now on the earth. Living in the kingdom of God, living in heaven on the earth. That's what he's going to teach you to do. So if you would like, I would love to say that prayer with you. And um, actually Romans 10 says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so he's going to save you from um, living in hell on the earth and living in hell when you leave here. He's going to be your protector, your standby, as Jesus said, your counselor. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to take care of you. You can trust him. You always have someone to turn to. And I'm so grateful I have him to turn to. I can't do anything without him. And you really can't either, but, the, but you might not know that until you start trusting him. And then realizing that um, he is the way and that you can't live without him. So would you pray with me? Jesus, we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us to be our God as you promised. We're asking to have you in our lives so that we can meet with you every day and be born anew to have newness in our life every day. We're just asking you right now to come and live on the inside of us and help us to be in agreement with you. Help us to commit to you, to be as faithful to you as you are to us. We just thank you and praise you for the invitation that you're giving us. We thank you that you came, that you came to the earth to show us love, to show us the Father. To show us really who the Father is. And we just thank you and praise you for that. 
and we thank you, Lord, for just being here, being being here today and teaching us your way, giving us the revelation knowledge that we need to walk in your kingdom. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. He is so good. He's so in love with us. And, you know, the thing is, I, w I was sharing with you, and I just feel reminded of that, is that you have to get revelation knowledge. John 1, 1 tells us in the beginning was the Word, and the Word is God. And so he is his Word. And when you look at the Word, you're going to get to know him, and you're going to have revelation knowledge. And then that's going to keep you on that path. That's going to keep you in the place where you can continue in your relationship with him and um, even do the thing that he's called you to do right here on the earth. You're going to have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. You know, so many people are unhappy and they don't know why, and it's because they're not in agreement with Jesus. You can ask him, you know, some people say that prayer and think it's their ticket to heaven, and then they just go and um, conform to the world's way again and wonder why they're miserable. And it's because when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, it's an agreement, it's a commitment to um, live your life in heaven on the earth. It's a whole different way to live. So you leave the old life and you live the new life. And the way to do that is to stay connected to him, to think about him all the time, to talk with him all the time, to look at the word all the time, you know, when I when I say look at the Word all the time, you don't actually even have to get it out. You're just going to remember it. The Holy Spirit's going to remind you what Jesus said. Not to say you don't want to read the Word, you do. And when you read the Word, you're going to recognize the Holy Spirit talking to you. But um, when you when you look at Him, talk talk to Him, make your decisions based on what He thinks, what His opinion is, which is right here. When you're constantly seeking Him. He's just going to manifest himself more and more, and you're going to have more and more revelation knowledge, see and hear things that you, you never um, would know without him. He's so good. He's so in love with you. So if you said that prayer, I'd love it if you let me know. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.